The presenting sponsor for this episode of the Autism Dad podcast is Mightier. Okay, so I want to take a minute and talk about Mightier. Mightier is a clinically proven mobile gaming app which was developed at Boston Children's Hospital. It's already helped more than 100,000 kids, including my crew here at home. Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that I'm very big into anything that empowers parents, and that's one of the things that's so great about Mightier. It empowers both parents and kids, and it's all done through play. So how does it work? Great question. Kids play on a tablet or a phone while wearing a heart rate monitor, and Mightier incorporates breathing exercises and other proven calming techniques as part of the game. Kids get to see when it's time to cool down, and they learn how to do it themselves, and parents get to track their progress. With time, those calming skills become muscle memory. All it takes is 15 minutes a day, three days a week, and 87% of parents see improvement inside of 90 days. That's amazing. So check out Mightier.com to learn more about the science behind Mightier and how it works. That's M-I-G-H-T-I-E-R.com and use the code THEAUTISMDAD22 at checkout to save 10%. My name is Rob Gorski. Welcome to the Autism Dad Podcast where we talk about all things related to autism and parenting and being a dad and all kinds of mom stuff because moms are amazing. And we talk about mental health and self-care and education and services and therapies and all kinds of things that are important and relevant to the life of a parent, but especially important to the life of a parent to a child that has a disability. So uh, we talk about difficult things because we can do that and it's okay. And we can encompass different opinions and, and perspectives and experiences because it helps us to grow and learn and be better. So uh, thank you for tuning in. I really do appreciate you. Okay, so it's a Friday, and that means we're going to answer a listener question. And today I found one that is very relevant to my life currently, and it's something that I get asked quite a bit. So I'm hoping that this helps. So today's listener question was pulled from my support forums. I'll leave a link below for you guys to check it out, maybe join in a conversation if that's something that you uh, would like to do. The question basically was, anyone else aware of the extent of your child's condition but still gets sad when you see it on paper? Okay, so this is a really good question, and I'm glad that you asked it because I've been having conversations similar to this with somebody who has really been helping me gain some insight and some perspective in ways that I have not been able to kind of find myself. And I want to share some of that wisdom with you because it's really, it's really helped me sort of change the way that I think about this kind of thing. And so let me just say a couple of things. The first thing is that you're allowed to feel whatever you feel. Nobody, nobody can tell you not to be sad. No one can tell you not to grieve. No one can tell you not to be afraid or angry or scared. You know, those are, those are human emotions. You know, we can't necessarily control what makes us sad or what makes us happy or what makes us scared or, or what makes us feel anything. But what we do have control over is how we choose to react to those things, how we choose to respond to those things. And one of the things that I'm learning as I am aging and, and gaining more experience and having conversations with people who are much, much smarter than I am is that so much of what I have felt over the years comes back to control and the emotions that I feel as a result of feeling powerless. You know, when, when, when a child has a diagnosis or when your child is sick or, or something happens as a parent, like we want to make it better. We, we want to end whatever is causing them pain. We want to make it go away. We want to make them feel better. And sometimes we can't do that. You know, sometimes it just is what it is and, and we have to learn to deal with it. So it, it can be, it can be one thing to conceptually know that, you know, my child is autistic. Like I, I know that I know how challenging it is. I know 
what life is probably going to be like for them going forward. Things are going to be very difficult for them, for me as a parent, whatever. And when you see that same information on paper and, and you hold it in your hand and you look at it, it's allowed to make you sad. It's allowed to make you scared. It's allowed to bring back all those feelings that you experienced when you first uh, heard the words, your child is autistic or whatever you're dealing with. That's human and that's okay. But we need to move forward. We can't get stuck there. We have to, we have to learn to embrace the life that we have and let go of the one that we thought we were going to have. Because I think that's where a lot of us get stuck. You know, we, we have this vision of what life is going to be like, and then something swoops in and changes that. And we have no control over that. And so, and so that's a difficult thing for us to deal with. But the reality is that as challenging as life may be as a result of something like autism or whatever, it doesn't make it any less rewarding. It doesn't make it any less meaningful. It doesn't make it any less important or worth living just because something is scary in the moment doesn't mean it's always going to be that way. And I guess my advice to you, if you're listening and you're going through something like this is to embrace how you're feeling in the moment. And I, I, I've learned recently that I, I seem to struggle living in the moment and I, I thought I was doing okay, but like there's things I need to work on. Uh, many things I need to work on living in the moment is one of them, but feel what you're going to feel. Embrace it. Take a day, take a week, take a month, whatever it is that you need. And then let it go. Maybe you need a therapist to help you with that. Maybe you need another parent who has been there or your spouse or partner or friend, whoever, whoever it is in your life that can, that can help you let go, you know? And then when you let go of what you thought was going to be or what your expectations were and you embrace what is and what the future could be, it's, it's amazing. It, it changes everything. It doesn't mean everything is going to be easy or that the challenges are going to be less challenging or the struggles are going to be less of a struggle. It just means that you have accepted what is, and it puts you in a better place to figure out how to move forward and how to enjoy life and embrace it and live it to its fullest and, and find joy in all of the things that are going to happen as a result of your child being exactly who they are. You know, there's no shortage of amazing moments in my life. All three of my kids are autistic. And a lot of people will look at that and be like, oh my gosh, like, that's terrible. Like, I'm so sorry. I'm not sorry. Like, I'm sorry for their struggle. Sometimes I'm sorry that, that I'm not always able to rise to the occasion in the moment and, and, and be what they need me to be because I'm a limited human, right? There's only so many things that I can do. I'm one person. It's a lot of responsibility, but I love my kids and they make my life worth living and I wouldn't change them for anything. And, you know, in regards to my oldest, I, I have learned long ago to embrace who he is and I, I grieved who he was, but that was, that was a part of my life that no longer is there. Right. Because all I know is the person who is, and I've, I've known him for 18 years since this sort of profound change in his life. And I wouldn't change him for anything. I mean, I'd make his life easier if I could, I would, I would help him out and ease some of the stuff that he struggles with, but, but I would never change who he is because he's amazing in absolutely every single way. And 
I wouldn't be who I am today were it not for him. I wouldn't be who I am today for were it not for my kids being exactly who they are. And and I cried when I heard the autism diagnosis because I was scared and I didn't know what it meant and I didn't understand what it was going to do to our lives or how it was going to impact my kids. But as I learned to let go of that and embrace what was, I found that I could do it. And I found joy in life that I would never have found otherwise. So you're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to read that piece of paper and feel like all those emotions are coming back, but it's just a piece of paper. It doesn't change anything. Your child is still who they are before that piece of paper. Your family is still who they were before that piece of paper. And it doesn't matter. Feel what you got to feel. Move on. And, and find a path forward where you can embrace what is, enjoy life, enjoy your kids, be there for them, support them, get support for yourself and, uh, keep asking questions like this because there's so many people out there who are feeling the exact same way and they think they're alone. So thank you so much for your question. I hope that my ramblings have been helpful to you. If you guys want to submit a question for next week, just visit listen.theautismdad.com and send me a, an email or leave a comment or uh, visit the support forums. There'll be a link below where you guys can check that out as well. So again, thank you for, for uh, being vulnerable and asking a question that isn't easy to ask. I appreciate it. Anybody listening who's going through something like this appreciates it. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. I really do. So take care of yourselves, do something nice for yourself. And uh, I will talk to you on Monday. All right. See you. Bye.